Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 147 of 15 Minutes of Genius. We're going overtime. I know with this guy, this guy, this I'm doing the Jersey accent, we're going to be going over 15 minutes for sure, guaranteed. But uh, let's see how it goes. So before talking about our guests and bringing them on, just a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark NM and HeddenBeatStudios.net. Oh, your camera's working again. There you are. Could have been a better angle. I can see your nose hairs, but thank you for that visual. There we go. <laughs> see, he just, he changed it on the fly, on the fly. But now you're doing the eyebrow thing, which is creepy. So anyway, I'm being hard on you. All right, so that is our guy, Mark Nicholas. He has a van down by the river. So he's uh, literally in a van, Chris Farley uh, reference there. And he controls the entire studio from a moving electronic van that does it all, like a news van in a way. So make sure to reach out to him. He does photography. He does audio. He does video. He does podcasting. He does it all. He makes me look beautiful. He makes the show look beautiful. But our guest, he's already beautiful. There's no editing going on here. He's naturally beautiful and beautifully bald as well. So our guest is Mike Luzio. He is the serial entrepreneur, angel investor, CEO, founder, and managing director at the LVE Group, not to be confused with the LIV Group of golf. So we talked about that. A little bit about him. Mike is a self-made multimillionaire serial entrepreneur, a founder and a CEO, a Forbes contributor, and now and forever a dedicated angel investor. His areas of expertise, anywhere he can leverage his extensive entrepreneurial background and a network of people he knows to make sure his investments have every chance to win. Mike, how are you? What's up, man? What's up? I want to say hello to Mark because Mark's from Jersey and I'm from Jersey. So shout out to Mark with the man down by the van down by the river. A little Chris Farley reference like it, but he's a Jersey guy. So we got to like Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's back he, on. He's <laughs> like, Mark, yeah. you get no credit. But when we're from Jersey, we give Jersey guys credit. That's what we do. Exactly. Exactly. The pride. It's we're full of Jersey pride here on 15 Minutes of Genius. We have been taken over by the Jersey vibe right here on the show, right on the show. We're going East Coast, you know, we're going East Coast for this episode. All right. So we're usually West Coast, but not anymore. I'm from, it's not Manhattan Beach. We're somewhere on the East Coast, Manhattan. There we go. All right. So uh, let's get into it. But we got to say Jersey, not Manhattan, right? We got to go That's there. Right. So Joyzy, got to go Joyzy. All right. Um, so let's get into it. That was, that was quite an introduction. Uh, you're the man. You've invested in some great brands. You're super mm. successful. You go golfing. Mm. You got mm -hmm. a lot going on in your life. Tell me. Tell us about you. Tell us about how you started, how you got into this, and what inspires you every day. Listen, you got to understand two things, right? I'm a Jersey kid, right? I'm from Matawan, New Jersey. Very, uh, you know, uh, kind of a blue-collar town to some degree. Uh, did never, never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. I came from two amazing parents. Father was a law enforcement, mother was a teacher. So it was like, we grew up with a lot of money, uh, but I had great values growing up. Went to University of Maryland. As you can see in my background, this is your, this isn't a bar. This is my house, which I created <laughs> a sports bar. I built a sports nice. bar for 50 foot bocce over there. You can't see it, uh, in my house. Um, went to Maryland. Uh, came out of Maryland, thought I was going to be a lawyer, 
uh, met an amazing guy who, who, who said he should go into sales. It was the dot-com boom, I would say, you know, kind of Silicon, East Coast, Northern Virginia. Uh, got into sales, um, you know, 98, was killing it. Watched the dot-com move, uh, dot-com thing blow up in the early 2000s. Uh, was killing it, making money as a, you know, uh, really good sales guy. And then uh, some reason, uh, we, uh, my business partner and I decided to start a company. And we said so we started to bootstrap a company. And uh, I didn't know shit about uh, software or any of that bullshit or IT, I can sell the <laughs> shit out of it. I don't know anything about it. Right. I still don't. And, and my customers, my still my old customers will tell you that. But uh, we bootstrapped this thing, took no loans, took it out, 15 grand of our own money. Mm -hmm. uh, nine years later, we sold for just under 60 million. Wow. Uh, nice. It was our own outside. And uh, I did that in 13, then sold it again in 16. I had to work for the next company. And so the last, you know, six, Six years, I've just been uh, angel investing, and I I kick it, and uh, that's it, man. It's my life. Love it, love it. And uh, we talked offline. So you've invested in brands that are obviously just doing extremely well. Super Coffee, you know, which is Zen Water. You know, Lance Collins backed, uh, you know, created it. Who also did yeah. uh, Fuse, also did uh, Core Water. So it seems like you are uh, finding the right entrepreneurs, investing in them. And so are you only doing CPG or are you also investing in any tech or since you have a background? No, no, no. It's funny. So, so, so the way I look at the world of angel investing, and listen, when I, when I started doing it in 2016, right, I'm still, I feel like I'm still relatively young, right? I'm 45. When I started doing it in 16, you know, I, I, you know, like anything, and I try to teach people this, like I was okay at in the beginning, but I, I fucked up too. I made mistakes, you know, just like anything in running a business, like you're running a podcast early on, you made mistakes, you didn't know, you knew what you were doing, but you didn't, right? I mean, it, it is what it is. I made some mistakes early on, but, but what I realized for me was when I, as an angel investor, I only invest, and I, I this is advice I give everyone, I only invest in companies that I truly believe that, yes, I can write a check to, right? But at the end of the day, I want to write a check to, and then be able to activate my network to help make sure that the return on investment is there. And I think early on, I'd write a check and I'd be like, good luck. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck did I just do? Like now, when I write a check, like a super check, like super coffee or Zen, what I do is I help activate the network that I have to try the best I can to ensure that I at least get my investment back or in terms of like a super or Zen, which I'm gonna kill it on, right? Cause I think super was on Forbes last, you know, super was valued at five hundred million dollars. Yeah, on, uh, it's insane. Their story's insane. It, it, yeah, yeah. This Jimmy D is like you know. I'm obviously I'm a good friend of Jimmy D. Deceitos and the brothers. Like we invested in those guys. For me, it was like betting in the jockeys. Like I'm always big about that. So when I look at my core, who I invest in, one of the one of the main things I have an asterisk at the bottom that says I got to be able to have a drink with the founder. And what I mean by that is, I've done well for myself. I've made money. I obviously retired very young. But like I'm not going to invest in somebody who thinks he's the smartest person or she thinks she's the smartest person. I got to be able to go out and sit down and say, let's have a steak and let me see how I can help you because I've kind of done it to some degree. Let me see. And if they're like, oh, you know, I got it all set. I'm like, fuck this guy or fuck her. I'm not going to do this shit. I'm not going to invest in a company like that. I want to have fun with the investments I'm right. in, if that makes sense. Exactly. I mean, I think it's really important that um... – you know, and this is what I do in my daily, you know, just day-to-day -day operations is being very open-minded. Now, it doesn't mean that that we listen as founders to everything. We got to filter in and filter out what actually makes sense. But I've learned personally that when I listen to people, 
if I disagree with them, then that's one thing. But also listening and hearing people out because people know things that I don't know. And I know things that people don't know. But together, when we share with each other what we both know, you can really create a great brand and a company. So like never being afraid to ask for advice, never being a know-it-all, always learning. It's about green and growing, not ripe and rotting. That's how you run a successful business. That's what I've learned. Well, again, 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 you know, I, I say this to all young entrepreneurs, middle age entrepreneurs, old entrepreneurs, whatever. If you think you're the smartest guy in the room, you're done. Yeah. You're fucked. Like legit. Like I know I'm good at what I do, but I also know that there are other people that are way better at certain things that I do. You have to be able to do that. You have to be able to rationalize that. Know your, know your lane. I know my lane. I know what I'm really good at. And I also know what I'm not really good at. Right. And I think some entrepreneurs, you know, they get this grandiose idea they got mm-hmm. this thing and they're like the smartest fucking guy i'm like dude dude you ain't done shit yet like like you know like why don't you listen to other people i talk a lot i'm a big talk i'm a jersey guy I talk my hands you know the sicilian kid from new jersey but at the end of the day people start to realize i listen i listen very well and I, that's why i've been so successful in my career i've had i have had and have mentors still to this day uh, who've helped me so much in the in the in 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 my, in my life in my professional uh, growth? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's so important, right? You just it's having humility, right? It's literally being humble. Like that is the big thing in order to actually be successful. And so, yeah, more. So this is a great message for people and entrepreneurs that are on here. You know, th- you know, we got several thousand views. People that are starting your own company. And I could say, too, like, Mike, I could vibe with you because I've started doing very small checks. Obviously, I can't do large checks such as yourself, but I can do, like, you know, smaller, like, let's say 5,000 or 10,000 brands that I believe in. Nothing pisses me off more than talking with a know-it-all because I'm like, you're, you number number one, you don't know it all. You're naive. You need to learn along the way. You need to get the right people around you. And you're just never going to really build a successful business if you're stubborn, if you're stubborn. And there's a lot of pig-headed entrepreneurs out there, and they end up losing in the long term because they make mistakes, they don't learn from it, and they don't listen. So I think it's great advice. you got to listen to people. you got to Huge! Listen. Huge. Yeah. Especially they're, people they're, that have look, done it, right? People that have done it before, right? You know? Yeah. Relationships and listening. Never burn a bridge. Never fuck anyone over in life. Seriously, I mean, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I mean, I, I'm, everyone knows that. I'm as open as I am. Never, ever fuck anyone over in life. Like, that shit will always come back to you. Always. And you're a bad if you do that, right? So I net, in my life, I can honestly say this, and I've got three kids, and I tuck them in at night, and now they're getting a little bit older, but I would always, I, I knew I could, there were shortcuts I could have taken, and, I, and I'd say, how can I look myself in the mirror at the end of the night if I take that shortcut that maybe got me somewhere quicker, but was a tiny bit dishonest. If I could give anyone a piece of advice, don't take that, take the high road. And as, as everyone, Jersey, 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 every time I took the high road, father was an FBI agent, mother was a teacher. They taught me that. And I have to be able to kiss my kids at night, even though I probably could have got further quicker, but I would have been the conscious would have killed me and I could have never done it. That's an important piece of advice. Exactly. Yeah, it will definitely, you know, especially in the CPG space where everyone knows each other. Like, like when you go on LinkedIn, right, and you connect with someone that's in the food and beverage space, you see there's like 500 mutual connections. So like that one 
dishonest thing that someone does will not only come back to haunt you, but everyone else is going to find out about it and they're going to want nothing to do with you. So at the end of the day, like it's, it's not, it's, it's not who you are. It's your actions that really define who you are. And if your actions are great and you're treating people well, people are going to treat you well. And so that's, that's, that's pretty much it. So you're doing angel investing. Uh, what else, what else are you up to on the side? Like, what do you do for fun? What kind of keeps you driven? Tell us more about you. So, 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 so for a guy like me, you know, uh, my hobbies are coaching all of my kids. So when I sold my business in 2013 and then ultimately again in 2013, I had to work there for three years. What in 13, in 2013, my Twins were four, and my daughter, I sold her on my daughter's first birthday. So in 16, when I got out completely, you know, they were seven, and my daughter was just, you know, turning four. My whole thing was I, I wanted to be this very present father. I really did. Um, I was traveling like a son of a bitch, right, everywhere, right, And when I was running IRG, my first company. And I just wanted to be a part of their lives. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. That's who I am. And so I just kind of dedicated my life outside of the angel investing to my hobby is coaching all of my kids' teams, basketball, soccer. Right now, I, I literally just came from the greatest dream job of all time. I'm now going to be the assistant high school football coach at my son's high school where nice. I do exactly what I love to do, motivate children, motivate people, be close to my son and coach football and, and there's no pay involved in it uh, and it's a shit ton of time but my hobby is making sure that I'm there for my kids and coaching them and treating them the way they should be treated and, and just making them great people as best I can and look I fuck up all the time in life don't, don't get me wrong I made a lot of mistakes but my life is dedicated to my kids and until they go to college in a few years you know, maybe then I'll, I'll jump back in and maybe I'll take a job and maybe I'll run a company again. But right now, it's just not in the cards, man. I love angel investing. I love doing it. And watching these these these, these freshman boys come in and me be able to kind of give a talk to them and be motivational who I am, it's fucking sick, man. It's like, it's unbelievable that I get to accomplish the, my dream of being a high school football coach and I turn around and I got and I got beautiful homes and shit. And it's like, whatever, man. I mean, life, pinch me, bro. Pinch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Well, you know, you, you earned it, right? Everything that's around you, you've earned it. Both being a great father, a great mentor to your children, um, getting that assistant, you know, coach to the uh, to the football team. Uh, awesome. you know, uh, yeah, it's great. You know, your successful business, your angel investing, like everything that has happened for you has been from so much grit and hard work you know, what, 15 years, right? You said you started in 98, 2000, and 2013. So, like, I think the big takeaway is nothing happens overnight. It takes a long time and a lot of work, and people just don't realize you don't just wake up being Mike Luzio, you know? Like, <laughs> like it takes so much work to do to be where you're at today, both as a father and also an entrepreneur. So a lot of people miss that of how hard that road is to get to where you're at today and how many trips and meetings and it's, oh, it's a lot, it's a lot, it. it's a lot. Get it, forget it. I mean, you, you know, and people see me now, the Mike Luzio who coaches all the teams and this and that, my kids barely know the company that I sold, right? Cause now they're 13, 13 and nine. But when I really got out, they were still 
I'm like, what's dad's company? I'm like, why do we have all this shit? Nice cars and shit. They're like, wait, hold on. You know, it, you know, it, it, it takes a, it just takes a lot. And it's, and it, you oh, know, yeah. I, 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 this is the old, this is an, uh, uh, you know, people say this all the time, but every no leads to a yes, man. People think that I got yes all the time. I, I got no rejection, 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 rejection. And it's, a, and it's a, jer- it's a Jersey rejection. It's like, no, you know, get out of here. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. Get the bug out. What are they doing? <laughs> but you got to realize every no leads you to a yes. And I know people say that sometimes, but I'm literally living proof of, uh, you know, close the door on my face, no soliciting that keep knocking on the door. And I got, I got to teach that to our young entrepreneur friends who are like, Oh my God, you know, they said no. Good. They said no. And the next dude said no. And the next dude. But guess what? The next person who says yes is the key to your success. Exactly. This is motivational, passionate stuff. And I know that you also on LinkedIn, you do like videos and things about this, right? About these subjects of inspiration, how to succeed in business. Are you still doing like videos and stuff yeah. on LinkedIn? You know what it was? It was we did. We, we started to do some crazy shit. And then I got this. Uh, somewhat large Instagram following of like over a thousand people. Really? And then, wow. Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. But then, but then I was like, I was like, this is a fucking job, man. I can put a camera on. <laughs> like, like I've got the, I, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. I got to know a little bit a few years ago, and he would say to me, he'd say, Luzio. I mean, I'd go out to dinner with him. I'm out, and he's like, Luzio, this is yeah, perfect for you. Perfect. You're sick at this, and I did it, and it started to build, and then it kind of became this little bit of a job. Yeah. And I don't mean a job in a sense, whatever, but I felt like kind of, I don't know, I, I felt like, like like a millennial kid. Nothing against millennials, but I'm 40. You know, I'm 40. I'm going to be 46. I mean, I look, I'm super handsome. I get that. But I'm 46 years old. It's a joke. And I yeah. was like, what am I doing here? Like fucking documenting everything I'm doing and shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, forget this shit. We were working on a TV show. And we had a really good show called Side Hustle Millionaire that we really about to sell pre-COVID. But I just, I just said, you know, COVID hit, and I was like, dude, like, I got to take a step back. Like, what am I going to do during COVID? I'm the most social person ever. They shut everything down. You know, I couldn't go anywhere. And I'm like, let me just take a step back and, like, relax. So, I don't know, maybe one day we'll kick it again, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do some cool shit. Maybe we'll do TV show or maybe whatever. But, you know, right now I'm just really enjoying the fact that I have the opportunity to you know, coach my girls' basketball team, a, a girls' soccer team, my son's basketball team, my son's football team. It's really, uh, and I'm not all about money. Like, I made money, I'm good. Like, everyone always says, well, don't you want to, you know, you crushed it. And you don't want to crush it again. I'm like, you know what? Right now, I just want to be a good dad. Like, you know, so I guess could I go do something again? I don't know. Probably. People are like, are you getting bored? I built a fucking golf course basically in my backyard. I got like a park. I got like three par threes and a, and, what, and we were like, what, what? I'm like, because I can't stop. But like, maybe I'll do something someday. But right now, my goal is just being a really good dad. That's it. That's it. Do the best I can, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, yeah, because you spent so many years building businesses, you know, selling them success. And now you're like, you know, you realize, like, obviously, you know, you knew it back then as well. But family, right? Like family, really 100%. focusing on that. And these are really like, really crucial years right for your kids like they're still living with you they're in high school um yep. you know your your daughter you said is younger and like yep. it's just it's just being there for them right being present and you're doing that you're checking all the boxes you're passionate about it 
And you're yep. doing the right thing, man. You can always start a new business in your 50s, right? But you can only see your kids grow up once, right? So That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So let's go into our next segment here because uh, we're on fire right now. Um, I got to, you know what? We got to bring you on also our Friday Vibes live podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, we are ranked, I think we're ranked number 80 right now in North America for podcasts and then we're ranked number two in north america for cpg podcasts so oh cool uh, we, we have it every uh another another fellow bald guy we have wade yenny who's a big time veteran in the cpg um food and beverage space he's actually he's actually the vp of purchasing and merchandising for fresh market so he's like yeah, the head sure. honcho. Yep. he's the head honcho at fresh yep. market now and i met him when he was on the west coast but he moved from he was at jimbo's in san diego then he moved over to Fresh Market, and we host a, um, a weekly live podcast, and we just bring on people from LinkedIn, people that are inspirational. Uh, I think it would be fun to have you on because so many questions come in, and, like, you can, like, interact with people, and it, it just – it's clicking. I'm, I yeah, feel like it would be bro, perfect hit. for that. Listen, listen, do it, man. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all, I'm all good, man. Whatever you want. Whatever, whatever's good for you, bro. Awesome, man. Awesome. I love that. All right, well, let's get into our next segment here, which is called Rapid Fire Questions. Rapid fire questions. All right. So uh, I know you're competitive, right? I think I got that from our interview. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, with your par three golf courses and uh, and successful exits and investing, you're competitive. Is teaching, you know, coaching sports. So, do you want to break a record on the show of the Go fastest? I think you can do this. The fastest answering of the rapid fire questions the fastest we've ever had is a minute and one second okay so i'm going to go through a quick as long as not not a political question as long as we're asking me political questions right now nothing political this is all like we're talking about star wars and shit on on here this is like yeah so uh it's going to be stuff that you should be able to answer in half a second so i'm going to start the clock Let's see if Mike Luzio can break the record, the all-time record, over 100 and, what is it now, 147 episodes. No one has ever gone below a minute. So let's see if you can break that. All right, here we go. I'll read it really fast, too. All right. For music, which decade is the best, the 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. What do you do for exercise? Kettlebells. Movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times. Blaine Gary, Glenn Ross. Love that movie. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Favorite country to travel to? United States of America, baby. <laughs> My favorite Star Wars character. <laughs> Learned to say Jersey. <laughs> Han Solo. What is your spirit animal? 100% a cat. Do you like to drive an SUV, a coupe, or a truck? I got all three. Salty or sweet? Salty. Favorite day of the week and why? 100%. It's Monday, start of the work week. Uber or Lyft, 48 seconds. Always Uber. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Kobe? LeBron James all the way. Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? 1, easy. Favorite food or drink? Oh, pizza. Okay, so you broke the record at exactly one minute. One minute. Yeah. <laughs> so I broke the record. There's my LeBron James wall. <laughs> See? That was an easy question right there. Yeah, that's why it was so player. fast. But the other, 
But the other greatest wall is right here. That's the Michael Jordan wall. It was close, brother. It was close. <laughs> yeah, one wall for LeBron, one wall for Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> now, my, uh, LeBron James is by far the greatest all-around basketball player that's ever played. Michael Jordan's the greatest scorer, the greatest closer. Kobe's great, too. It's not a knock on Kobe. But nobody's been a better all-around basketball player than LeBron James. And I'm a Michael lover. I grew up in the 80s. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He does it all, right? LeBron is just – is he's a jack-of-all-trades. He can do it all. He can dunk. He can hit threes. He can do, like, uh, you know, uh, free throws. He can pass. He can steal. He can block. He does it all. He does it all. Yeah, and he's, and he's going to be 38, and he's still doing it like yeah. no one's ever done it. Yeah, okay, exactly. Gregor, what a shot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right, man. This was this was a lot of fun. I got to say, the most the, the most jolted, high energy podcast interview. I am. I mean, it's fucking seven o'clock at night. I've done four interviews. My energy could not be higher. I was kind of dozing off before, but now I'm back at it. I'm back up in my chair. I'm straight up. So. Thanks, man, for bringing the energy, bringing the passion. You're great, man, and have a wonderful, wonderful night, Mike. You got it, Alex, man. Thanks a lot, brother. Later. You got it. Take care, my friend. All right, so that's Thanks. episode 147, just a hurricane of energy that came through and blasted through 15 Minutes of Genius. That's Mike Luzio. Make sure to look him up on LinkedIn, and he does angel investing. So think you got a great brand, great product, hit him up. You know, he's open. He's open. All right, so uh, again, that's episode 147 of the books. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark Studios.net. Everything is right here, so make sure to reach out to him. Photo, audio, video, podcasting. He does it all. He can tell the story on your brand. Make sure to reach out to him. And we got one last thing to, stay, to say, which is stay juzzy and genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.